Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is N.E. Unleashed. Now without further ado. Let's just jump right into it. So, I think it's really, really good um, to be exposed to social blind people, to actually, like, like yourself, to be able to express this around, because I feel like people can actually relate to you, um, especially those who, who are studying Enneagram or who are kind of getting their feet wet in Enneagram, that they can start to realize and learn, like, oh my goodness, maybe this is me too. Like, maybe this is why I... You know, I, I have the same thought process or why I don't think about, you know, social climbing or hierarchies or any of that kind of stuff because I just want to talk to a person for just being a person. And that's... Well, I want to be clear that social is not just social climbing, but I think to people, you know, don't understand social well, like, it can look like that to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, well, and sometimes even to the people who are social, it can look like that to them. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I also want to add, too, like, so I'm not trying to paint social as bad, but I mean, like, yeah. in, a, in a, I guess in a virtuous, like, value way, I mean, how else you can go? It's like trying to explain, you know, sexual without trying to use the word arouse or something. It's it's kind of hard because, like, you can't well, always Well, sexual play instinct is, yeah, it's all about arousal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think it's really, uh, it's really cool, um... I just want to. I just want to have that conclusion. Like, I think it's really cool to be exposed to this type of narrative, not narrated conversation, um, expression, because I feel like it allows the folks to like relate and be like, "Hey, this is what it feels like. This is what this kind of person is." So you okay. mentioned um, quickly too about uh, was, was it like FE? Was it? Um, yes. So. 100% something that's really important to bring up the difference in MBTI and socionics is the definition of FE or mm-hmm. how it's defined or how it's expressed mm-hmm. very different um, well Kat care to like you know you take the reign on this one care as an FE base yourself yeah I um FE is quite different in both systems um, FE is all about you know, ethical or emotional judgments removed from the subject. So it has nothing to do with other people. Um, anything where you start going into the realm of how other people feel or how you align to other people, that's going to be FI in socionics. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually talking to Jack about this today, about how, you know, we describe our our information elements so differently based upon, like, what position they're in. And I was kind of telling him how I feel about FE. FE is all about... I like to use, like, I've been talking a lot about, like, romanticism because, you know, romanticism was all about, it was this era where they put all of these emotions into the art. And FE is very much about placing emotions into objects, Um, you know, for me. Now, it's not going to be the exact same thing in every single position for everybody. But um, I have an innate ability to bring emotions out or to put emotions into things, right? So when 
sorry i'm so tired <laughs> uh, so i wonder if it's hitting us at some point because it's like i this is my fourth glass of wine <laughs> i'll start over like on my last oh, sentence for anybody else it. wondering too yes it's a fourth glass of wine <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um you know fe has an innate ability to place emotions into objects um and that's you know Again, I'm an FE base, so my use of FE is going to be much stronger than, let's say, an, an LII's or something. But I have, you know, quite the ability to bring emotions out in people, to put emotions into things. And the way that an EIE does that is tone of voice, um, exp- expression, body language, things of that nature. So when I feel a specific mood, this is so natural to me. It's not something that I'm planning out or thinking about, but you know, when I'm angry, if I really think that everybody should be outraged at something, for example, I'm going to be able to, to bring that anger out and convey it in a way where suddenly everybody's angry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Now thinking about everything that we just said, this has nothing to do with like social instinct or not because you're, you're right somebody did tell me once it was a long time ago um, i don't remember who it was but i remember somebody was asking how can you be um fe dom and social blind and i'm like well they're not they don't have anything to do with each other mm-hmm. and i think it's i don't like have to, can... i don't have to know how to network or anything to get in a room and ex- and express exactly. an emotion. It's it's the wrong mis mis like conflation conflation of the two things that are two different systems that really should be separate, like <laughs> that are yeah, separate. Like, yeah, and you know, an FE based, we know exactly. How do I say it? We we have the ability to excite people, get people interested, you know, make people happy, make people sad. And it's not even, again, like, it's almost like an autopilot thing. Um, If I never found socionics, I would assume everybody thinks like that and does that. Um, But FE and socionics is all about controlling the emotional state. It's emotions. It's removed from the subject. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I have the ability to convey whatever emotion I deem appropriate for whatever situation, but I also have the ability to affect the emotional states of other people. And sometimes that backfires on me because it's natural and I don't notice it. So sometimes, you know, I accidentally upset people. Um, (laughs) So, you know, there's good and bad. I can make people very happy usually if I want to, but yeah, there's times that I accidentally upset people because... That's just how it is, you, right? As you've had EIE. moments with me where I'm really upset, right? And I come into the room and I'm so upset and it has nothing to do with anyone. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so upset. And the whole room turns to glo- the whole room turns to gloom, <laughs> you know, um, because people a lot of the time can't help feeling what I feel because I'm pushing that emotion out so much. It's almost like, stop what you're doing. We're going to feel this one instead type of vibe right. to everybody. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of funny, to be honest. I think it's kind of an amusing thing coming from the receiving end of that and having to see it. Maybe because I also have 4D FE as well, having seen it. Like, I guess, like, I've played with that, but to me, it's not, that's not my, you know, it's not my driver's seat. Like, that doesn't take over for me. Um, I think that's, I, I, <laughs> I use it to play with people's, like, uncomfortable, like, to make people uncomfortable, 
that's kind of how I used my FE. Like it's very, because <laughs> um, you know how your your demonstrative is the thing you don't treat seriously, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you can do it so good. So like I can read almost other people's really bad FE sometimes and be like, hey, I can I know what you're doing. Um, but I'm definitely not doing it either because I don't think it's necessary for me to do it. I'm busy doing any instead. <laughs> well, you're bu- yeah, you're busy valuing FI. Um, it's, oh, and it's rather, all- yeah, and I'd rather do yeah. FI instead. Um, it's easy for you to understand and it's easy for you to do, but it's not something that you value. So um, it's almost like it can almost be like a fun little game to you. And maybe we should talk about that, how you know putting people in moods and stuff is like a game for you and you'll play around for it and to me like it's everything it's how i authentically feel um and let let me be clear like you know me i never go around intentionally upsetting people or being (laughs) malicious to people or messing with people like i just happen to be like upset about something and then other people can't help but feel upset and i'm not trying to make this sound like a superpower because that sounds I think people might take that the wrong way. Like, oh, you can control how other people feel. Um, you know, I, I no, not they, always. Yeah, I feel like they might make that sound like it's, or maybe how it comes out or sounds like it's a superpower, but it's it's not. Like, you can no. affect other people's feelings. It's a thing. People have been studying about this. People have been talking about this. You mm-hmm. can affect a person's other emotions. You, even music does that. It's not a. It's not a superpower. It's not anything. It's just basic human behavior, almost like. This is just a thing we do. It's it's 4D FE, right? Yeah, or in this case, when you want to use socionic term, like, it is 4D FE. Like, this is what 4D FE does. Um, almost, like, take advantage of, I guess, that quality of humans, in a sense. Um, it's funny now that I'm thinking about it, because as an IE, it's, like, what I do with the 4D FE. <laughs> like, yeah. having done and what I more do. Inclined, you're more inclined to, like, mess with people, be kind of, you know sneaky this and that that's not me at all um but the thing is less people are bothered when you do it because you know you're not an eie and and i guess people are not taking it... up that yeah and they knew that i'm not taking it seriously yeah um, people don't notice it as much um you know i could do 10 times less than you in some scenarios but i do it so loudly that you know people will might notice that more at some point well, you or know, probably most of the time, right? Well, you know how it like how it is even with our like our RTR like relations sometimes because like let's say your 4D NE doesn't bother LSIs, whereas mine will, because mm-hmm. I'm constantly talking like that's my constant world. But then for an LSI that's like no, nah, you know I can't take it. But then like my FE isn't as bad for let's say an SLI whose polar mm-hmm. FE can take it can be like oh yes. my god like it's fine like this isn't like I know with my dad who's an SLI. Um, whenever I either explain or express something in FE, to him it's not a threat. Like it doesn't come off like in like like I, maybe the word I'm going to use is aggression in this case because it's he sees to take it like an invasion almost, especially coming from my mom who's an SEI. But when it's with me and I have better FE, it's it's not that he doesn't feel that way at all, and I can have a discussion with him properly. So I guess I can. I can parallel that with you and LSIs in a sense where, you know, like you can bring out the any without triggering <laughs> the polar. Yeah. I was, when I was talking about um, like four dimensional elements with Jack today, I was saying my any basically, I synthesize possibilities and potential so quickly, like unconsciously in the background, <clears throat> excuse me, that um, 
a lot of the time, like by the time I say something, someone's like, well, have you thought about this? And it's like, well, of course I can. Like, that's a given. Again, that's obvious to me, which everybody's demonstrative is pretty obvious, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure you I say, mean... oh, like this mood's obvious, but that's not a valued point for you. And my NE is basically like, you know, occasional contingency plans. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't need to explore things or try things. Um, I think about those things very quickly in the background and then I go after what I want to do. I mean, do you remember that one time where things went down and in a room where you were, me and you were the only 40 FEs and I actually happened to be the only one that caught it because of my FE being that high as well. I was kind of like, oh yeah, guys, Kat's just actually being honest right now. Like she's, this is real. Like this is the mood she's going to convey. Like you have to listen. Like <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but oh, but yeah, no, it was okay. <laughs> maybe I don't, I don't I don't know what exactly the details, but it's like I remember it. I suddenly had a flash of memory that like this uh, happened before as an example to for this moment. Um, that like I guess my Effie picked it up because I'm like, oh, she's conveying a mood, and like I've probably like I know how to play with that mood, but then like everyone's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, no, like. This is what it is. <laughs> and it was kind of a funny moment to like to have like I guess with as quasi's that we like I guess maybe for some moments and I guess the socio people listening would definitely should help me out with this kind of phenomenon that like we could kind of um match each other to that extent and just kind of be like, Hey, I'm aware that you're doing this. Like, hi, I'm here, I know what you're doing. Um, what's up? You know, like that kind of vibe where we're like, I can get you too back and vice versa if that makes sense um, i'm gonna be honest i have no clue what you're talking about but i'm sure that <laughs> i'm sh- you know what hope this is cat i'm sure there's gonna be a socio out there who's taking it properly <laughs> so, okay, okay jack okay. if you're listening we're both rambling like cat's tired i'm four glasses down of wine <laughs> so we're yeah, but both... i don't have an lsi here to tell me to go to sleep so you know we're polar si-ing it up oh god <laughs> and cat like we're both one dti <laughs> <laughs> this but this is great because this is how it's gonna go down um you know what i i think we this is a good time to like cut it i feel would be a good time now to like take it out um i i always have to say this at the end like i hate to cut it short for like anyone who's probably just gotten into it um but i think for the most part for the people listening that this has been a really rare, if not really awesome, opportunity to have, um, what is the word? An anomaly, I would say, to the stereotypical, like to the people who's too only typed by stereotypes, or like who people have, to those who have a lot of misconceptions about type. Um, Kat's a good example of an anomaly um, in the type world. And this is like, it, it kind of is a, a big sign of why we really should be studying if you are studying type for anything that sometimes kind of you may have to study a little bit more and like really get to know how something goes down because again like for people to like what we talked about before like trying to make sense of an fe based social blind right like to understand the system properly would be able to conceptualize why those things can exist Um, well not only that like separate the systems they are not they were not created together. They're not describing the same things. I completely neatly fit EIE. I fit my sociotype. I completely neatly fit, you know, Enneagram, One Wing Two, Sexual Self-Preservation Stacking. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's nothing contradictory about it at all. And I think like kind of, you know, to help you bring it home a little bit, what I think you're really trying to say, and you can tell me if um, this is not what you were thinking, but we should be using type to understand people better and see where they're coming from better. Oh, I agree with that completely because it's a communication thing. I remembered how I explained it in a post before on Facebook where um, having known type and intertype relations now has really been helpful in realizing the dynamics I've had, let's say, with my own family. Because like growing up feeling misunderstood is not easy for everybody, especially if you're like, you know, that one of those years of teenage years trying to be like why doesn't people understand me type of moment and then you finally realize oh it's because your communication is different because your brain is working differently you're metabolizing information differently like sorry to interrupt you no no, go ahead go ahead go Um, for it no no sorry um from an enneagram perspective um i think it's important to look at things like oh that person's social blind so maybe they're just not great at presenting themselves and they're really not trying to offend me or oh this person is sexual blind you know, I've heard people say, like, especially sexual dominant people, like, oh, like, you know, my sexual blind boyfriend or girlfriend, like, I feel like they don't love me because they're not feeling that type of charge and attraction from them. And it's like, well, no, like, maybe they do love you. And like, it has nothing to do with that. They're just sexual blind. Or, you know, and we can apply that however many ways. But I think that for me, I think it's an important message that I think the purpose of type should be, you know, learning to understand people and to help you understand how to get along with them or understand why they might be different from you. And a big part of that is understanding like, hey, just like this person's not like me, but that doesn't mean they're against me. They're just different. I agree. I definitely think that's a really important lesson to take away um, from this conversation with you, Kat. So I have to say, like, thank you so much for being kidnapped willingly <laughs> yes um that's how i always go with you right exactly right exactly <laughs> because this is my gig really as the piper person that i am um and also for everybody else like for the folks in the world who want to get to know this person more i suggest that you do you know i highly recommend meeting her and actually getting to have a conversation with cat of course you have to track her down and kidnap her like i did um <laughs> because it's a well, thing yeah, let me say like i I know, like, ones can be quite difficult to get along with. We're critical, we're straightforward, but, um, I mean, you know, I'm a really caring, loyal, and kind person. Oh, I feel like people would know from this conversation that you are. Like, I feel like that's without a doubt, um... Well, you never know what people are going to think. <laughs> That's but, true. You know, because honestly, people like, will it, always think of something anyway. Yeah. It's okay if not everybody liked what I said or if they didn't agree with it. Um, the point is, like, this is who I am. And I, I know people have, <clears throat> excuse me, people have described me as, you know, intimidating or maybe difficult to get along with. But um, I think most people, once they know me, um, see that I, I really do have a good heart I might be a little bit rough around the edges, but I always have good intentions. You know, I actually described you before as, like, rugged, the rugged F.E. at some point. <laughs> I don't know how, when, or where I did it. I have to find it. But, like, I did, I remember, like, vaguely describing it somehow. I'm like, yeah, that's, like, a rugged F.E. That's kind of interesting. That It's, like, a flavor that you've never had yet, um, which I think is really interesting to experience for those who haven't had this experience before. And I feel like it's really good that they should. Um 
so yeah oh well if anything if you want to talk to her i will have um her shit up somehow <laughs> there are gonna be links everywhere um that you can get connected to this person this amazing person um cat also oh. actually is a i mean what was it what did heidi call you the next chestnut what was oh yeah that gig? was so sweet of her I mean, she <laughs> she's is, so incredible isn't she too. like she is a social eight though right so i mean granted that's kind of why i mean the math makes sense in my head um ieEs have this like great ability to inspire people like see potentials in people and you guys are i think very gifted at that and gifted at encouraging people and so you know thank you for you and heidi because you guys are always encouraging and kind to me so my baseline with that was um she has a business (laughs) sorry (laughs) so cat has a business um if you are at all questioning about what your enneagram is this is the person you should go to like i don't know how much of our conversation with you cat like today or right now has helped the person decide but if you really want a good opinion on your enneagram get her to talk to you spend like an hour and a half you know you know, express yourself however you need to to this to cat and she will give her you give you her i guess most educated opinion on why she thinks you're a certain enneagram type and explain what the potential growth points might be or what you need to develop on and all that good stuff that is like part of her i guess what are you your, what you offer if anything yeah, like yeah. your physical tangible thing that you actually offer to people um yeah. actually if anything I'm also going to have your blog also up as well because she's got a lot of content that's also worth reading. And also, she's has successfully typed other people and the results have been really interesting. Um, or isn't it like that one person who was like shocked? Like, oh my goodness, I'm an eight. Like, that makes total sense. Or the, I'm not two. Like, this is changing my life. That's the best. It's so fun when somebody ends up as like a type that they didn't think they were going to be. And they're like, wow, I'm really discovering myself now. That's like... Those are the moments for me that are the best when someone's like, oh my God, I finally understand myself and I see all these ways I've been holding myself back. And, you know, that makes me feel like, you know, working in that field is really worth it. And being like the catalyst, right? Like the catalyst of change that for the people that they can finally face that transformation themselves. I don't know. It just seems to me like I can drone on and on and on about how like a gateway to change or whatever is kind of. Yeah. I'm 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 kind of borderline going to the god goddess system here, um, but you know I mean I could probably babble about that for a different episode. But anyways, well thank- you'll have to have me back to talk um, oh, like yeah. enneagram focus instead of who is cat. We'll have to talk about some enneagram Definitely. stuff if, if you I, want to. No, one hundred percent. I would have you for an enneagram focus. Also, I want to have you if I want to describe what an Aphrodite is. Oh gosh, because you're we- gonna expose me. <laughs> exactly. No, that's the best part about because we need to get to that also. Because um, I feel like people need people don't really know what they're talking about, or people don't know what that looks like. Or again, see, like, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm exposing people. Actually, never mind. I'm gonna admit that I am gonna start exposing people because it's it's fun. <laughs> you're gonna have a clickbait title: "The Dark Side of en- en- Enneagram One." <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that should be fun. Um, see, like, there we go again. Like, I'm having this schemey moment. But anyways. Before I go, I do want to say again, like, thank you, Kat, for being here. And, like, thank you for being kidnapped willingly to my show. Thank you so much for having me. So for everybody, It was long overdue. Long overdue, exactly. So, like, anyways, you guys, hope you guys have a good day. Enjoy the rest of it. Um, what are, I don't know. Any last final words, Kat? Um, I don't know. Your love you, Nate. You're fantastic. And really, Aww. thank you for having me on here. And I'm excited 
you know, to do something else. Oh yeah, we're gonna have I can a lot kidnap of... you and you can kidnap me. Oh, <laughs> there's that also. I can't forget that. Um, but yeah, like that exactly, exactly what it is. Anyways, you guys have a good day and thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.